You are listening to the 440 Focus. It's time for us to focus on the incredible things happening at USD 440 with the people making it happen, and that's you. So let's get started with today's 440 Focus podcast. Welcome, USD 440 and friends, to the 440 Focus. Today, we have our first ever remote recording. Yes, that is. We are off-site. Well, really, we're just out of my office. But we are at the Bentley Primary School Outdoor Learning Classroom, where if you could tell by the background noise, there's a lot of fun happening today. With me, I wanted to uh, highlight Mr. Adam Connor, the principal at Bentley Primary School and uh, some of the great things that he's got going on and his staff out here at uh, the outdoor learning classroom. So uh, welcome, Mr. Connard. We're glad to have you here with the 440 Focus. Wow, thanks for having me. Uh, and thanks for coming down to this school and seeing how uh, we're, we're doing things down here because we are, we are trying to think outside that box and uh, keep our kids safe in, in school. So appreciate the acknowledgement. Yeah, so, so uh, you've been here for this year, fourth year, right, as principal at Bentley Primary School. And this kind of came from where, this idea of an outdoor learning lab classroom. Uh, this isn't the only one, but where did it come from? And we, I know we probably know why it's here, but where did it at least start? Uh, it started with a conversation with my staff uh, at, at the beginning of this, this school year, because we knew that we were gonna have uh, issues with uh, keeping kids in school if we didn't try something. And this is the something that we are we, we decided that we were going to do is get outside as much as we can, get the mass off the off the students who we uh, felt like we were going to have issues with uh, that being a barrier with their with their education. And, when we, and, and one of the things that uh, that I've learned through the redesign process is how do, what do we identify with the with the barriers that are around us, and how can we uh, take down some of those barriers to to make education more important and, and valuable? And this is this is it. I mean, we started this conversation in the in the uh, in the staff meeting, and it blew up from there. Meaning that that uh, they they the teachers decided that they wanted this, and I told them, I said, you focus on teaching, you focus on the uh, the the areas that you need to, to to get ready for and i'll make sure that by day one you're going to have a place that you're going to be proud of and that you can utilize um uh, during during the school day and so that's what we did um and the teachers have been phenomenal with, with coming out ever since we we opened up the doors to the students so basically what happened was and we'll have we'll have links and pictures but uh across the street from your school you had an empty lot that the school district owned and you came to me and said hey i got an idea which, uh, which you are famous for saying to me, and this one was a fantastic idea that you had, just like all of your ideas. And you said, hey, let's create a uh, fenced-in area where our staff and our students can go and learn, and we're gonna shut down the city street, and we're gonna build things in there, and there's gonna be an outdoor classroom, multiple outdoor classrooms and activities, and that's what you got. So I guess, you know, your vision for this, what, what did it come true, and what exactly are the different maybe stations that you have for people that you can maybe explain how teachers can utilize these outdoor classroom areas. So we, we started the process with the with the with the, with that initial idea. Hey, I want I know that I want to utilize this lot because it's empty, it's bare, there's nothing in there, and how can we utilize that space that the school already owns? To, uh, and and so the first thought was I got to be a, it has to be a safe environment, and so that's the first thing we thought of. Hey, we got to get it fenced in. So we fenced it in. 
Second thing is we had to have a specific learning environments because if you don't have a, a, a specific purpose for each area that they're going to be learning in, it's not going to be as valuable. So then we, we decided that we wanted the whiteboard area uh, to, for teachers to be able to utilize and, and, uh, and then aesthetically we, we, uh, we wanted the, uh, the stump area uh, to where uh, teachers and, and uh, students could be able to, to utilize uh, tree stumps. You know, I mean, we're in nature, might as well use some, some of it. Um, and then we wanted an area for them to actually have for a physical space to write. Um, and uh, the picnic tables kind of uh, uh, jumped up from, from that there on. So, um, yeah, we're, we're the, 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 the big part about this is, is, is uh, that that lot was being unused and we wanted to figure out how we could use that space. You, you mentioned the city being able to block off that street and uh, that has been a, a big game changer for us because now because the it was great to have that lot but now we had to cross the uh, the street and hope that uh, uh there was no traffic on the road and i mean we're still around little kids and, and with 20 of them crossing the street at one time yeah they can be seen a lot easier than one student crossing the street but we wanted to make sure that that we can uh, uh that we can more thoroughly um, have some safe expectations so that, thank you uh, bentley uh, bentley city for uh, allowing us to do that as well because now that not just uh, opened us up for a safe crossing, but every inch from the school to the to the uh, actual outdoor classroom um, is totally wide open now. And so then we have staff and students using those all the time. Between. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen your dance dance uh, breaks that you have, and I, I think you have a couple of moves that you can do with that too that you've shown off to the kids. I, I, my dance moves are a little bit better since this is a podcast <laughs> instead of a video cast. So. Yeah, I can do this for you right now if you need to, too. <laughs> but it's not just the street. I mean, you've got other areas that you've provided shade uh, in between maybe two different hallways. Uh, talk a little bit about kind of your idea with that and, and uh, maybe where you got some of that, that material and whatnot. So, uh, like I said earlier, uh, identifying those barriers was, was, was going to be extremely important to us. I mean, day one, you, you, we show up, we got teachers outside, it was 95 degrees, and then all of a sudden, you realize real quick that if I if I didn't get the some kind of a shade structure up for, for teachers, they weren't going to be using it. So I looked up on uh, actually just went straight to Amazon and found some shade structures, uh, a little over 200 bucks a piece, and um, that has uh, a new and it just so happened that it worked out perfect measurements for us to be to to utilize in in between the building um, uh, on the, on the south end of the of the school lot. So those. And those things have been great, keeping the sun off the kids. Um, still working on rain. Um, you know, I, there's not a real good solution for that, uh, but the, the shade structures have been been great for us to get out, get get that sun uh, off our students' heads uh, during the warm warm season. So uh, let's talk about today a little bit. We uh, due to COVID-19, we were unable to go on field trips, and so as a result, you brought a field trip. To your outdoor classroom so what all is the craziness that the people can kind of hear in the background and what's going on in the outdoor learning environment today and we have uh, some sack races going on a lot of competitions some hurdles some some, some trampolines uh, we brought in some hay bales uh, we have uh, dance breaks that actually you're going to hear in a second uh, that going off of we have a cakewalk that we brought in um, we have um, halloween bingo uh, that we have a scavenger hunt that we are in all and, and most importantly we have 320 pumpkins yeah. donated by the PTO that is great 
uh, we are we are here for the kids, and we're, if we can't go somewhere, we're going to bring the, the amazing stuff to us. Uh, so this outdoor classroom has, has been great for us to have a secure place for us to have fun. And now we have it decorated up just like a, 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 a pumpkin patch would, would have their, their areas um, as well. So we're having a ball. So all of this has been primarily donated, uh, the sweat, and, uh, and, and even some financial pieces by community members. And we definitely thank those individuals for all that they provided. The district's helping out here with the next stage. And so uh, what is the next level? There's always a next level uh, with uh, Principal Connor. And so what is that next level that you guys, I guess, may be working on this weekend? All right, so the, yeah, there's always a there's always something bigger that, that I have in, in store with with everything that, I, that I'm doing. Um, if you're, if you're, one of the the best things about uh, being around Dr. Barry is uh, he, he really motivates you to, to to reach out past your comfort zone and uh, do better than you did the day before, and so that's that's been appreciated. So this weekend we are putting up 120 linear feet of fence, uh, some more cedar fence. And we're going to do the back side of the lot and fully secure ourselves in, in here. Um, and we're also building a pavilion. So now we have a shaded structure out in the, the, the outdoor classroom that we're going to be able to be proud of. So, the, so not just as a pavilion, the big, the big idea with, with this was, hey, how can we get our, our community and our parents still to be involved in the, in the, in the school? And that is uh, the reason why I wanted to get a stage because the, uh, the the kids having some uh, some some very awesome ownership in their learning is, is what I'm looking for. And if I can get their parents tied into it, their grandparents tied into it, if I can put them up on a pedestal, in this case, a, 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 a stage in the outdoor learning area, um, it's going to be a special learning environment to where we can we can really get the most out of our kids and motivate them to to get the most out of their education while they're here. So we're building a stage and pavilion. This, the, I'm really excited about not it's not just going to be a pavilion, um, but it is going to be aesthetically uh, amazing. Uh, it's going to be a, a it's going to have a, a triple roof system to where um, the, the, the 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 it's going to be in a lean-to format format. Um, uh, and I, I don't know, it's, it's hard to describe what it is, but uh, it's going to be it's going to be absolutely incredible. I think that, uh, that we're going to have a lot of people uh, coming to here just to look at the, the, the structure that we're making because it is it is going to be an art piece for sure. Well, look, I appreciate everything you've done with this, your staff's vision, uh, your vision, the community help. It, it has been uh, highlighted with uh, on the lead picture of the Edutopia uh, article uh, that was shared nationwide. I know that um, I have shared the, the, the story with superintendents across the state and I found out today that KSDE is probably gonna highlight it as well. And so it's all due to the work that you've done, the vision that you have with your staff and the help that you've gotten. We appreciate everything that you've done so far and giving kids an opportunity to learn outside, being able to, to utilize uh, mobile chalkboards and utilize their their technology devices out here while they learn. We can bring our flexible seating out. We're, we're, we're capitalizing on every space that we can to create a safe learning environment, not just now, right, for COVID-19, uh, but beyond. And uh, and if you want to hear more about this, I, I, I just I challenge you or ask you to reach out to Adam Conard here at USD 440. He's got data to support it. Our behavior data is incredible. 
incredible what we've done uh, this year compared to last year and there's still more good to come so adam thanks for letting me spend some time out here with the pumpkin patch uh out here with the, with the kids and 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 talk about some of the amazing things happening at bps ah uh, thanks ron uh, I, I think that uh my, my highlight of my day is, is that you came down here and you got to see my awesome dance moves that, uh, that I was doing in the, in the background of our audio po podcast. So <laughs> That's right. Well, <laughs> hey, uh, hopefully everybody enjoys uh, listening to the 440 Focus. Make sure you subscribe to that. Click the little like button, like they say, on all the other podcasts. And feel free to, to join in every week to find out another awesome thing happening uh, at USD 440. Thanks, and uh, have a great day.